0: after me. Thank you, Lord. thank you, Lord. All nine gifts all gift. of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit. They, flow me, they flow through me like rivers of living water. Of living water. They minister life, life and quickening power, power. to all people water. as the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit releases them through me. Jesus. So I thank you, Lord, thank you. for the full operation, full operation of the gifts of the Spirit in my life today, Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So let's receive an offering, shall we? The blessing, Proverbs ten twenty two. it says, The blessing of the Lord makes us. Rest. Oh, come on. Makes us. Rest. Yeah, we say it like we mean it and has no sorrow with it. Nope. So knowing this, here's a couple of things I want to just <laughs> remind you with. We are joiners with Jesus Christ and Abraham's blessings, what, belong to? Us. The spirit of debt is destroyed over our lives, over his local church because of the anointing, right? And we are the lender, not the borrower. We are the head and not the tail. We are blessed coming in. We are blessed going out. Father daily loads us with blessings. Thank you, Lord, for a daily load. He loads us with his benefits. He causes his blessings to what? Overtake us today. Wealth and riches are in our homes, and we increase more and more. And more, yes. and we are the debt free redeemed of the Lord. And we say so, so we're going to say this thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. My income is doubling this year. I'm oh, my goodness, say it like you mean it. My income is say, it's not a question, it's a fact. My income is doubling, this year. doubling this year. Come on now, <laughs> I receive I salary, increases bonuses, salary increases and bonuses, refunds and awards, refunds and awards. checks in the mail. Inheritances, supernatural debt cancellation, gifts and donations, favorable settlements, and divine interventions in Jesus' name. And the saints said, Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Get excited about sowing your seat. Amen. So, yeah, the title of this message is, seriously, is prefer one another. <laughs> I mean, was wow, I'm thinking, okay, this is cool. No, this is confirmation. Um, I want to read you, uh, let's go to Hebrews 6.10, but I'm going to read it out of the Passion Translation. I should have sent it to the board, but I've thought about it. But um, it says this, for God, the faithful one. You can put a period right there. God, the faithful one, period. He is not unfair. How can he forget the beautiful work that you've done for him? He doesn't. He remembers the love you demonstrate as you continually serve his beloved ones for the glory of his name. Come on, Isn't that what Joanne was just talking about there under the uh, inspiration of the Holy Ghost? But we long to see you passionately advance until the end. And you find your hope fulfilled. So don't allow your hearts to grow dull or lose your enthusiasm. Enthusiasm for what? Showing love to one another. Stay red hot with that. But follow the example of those who fully received what God has promised because of their strong faith and patient endurance. What is that? He's talking about a love bomb that we have to one another. Amen? Now, when I started this little... Journey. The first thing was, and I put it on the board there, let love be the motivation of everything that you do. And then the last time it was together, we make a family. Why? Because we love one another. Right. And this one here is prefer one another. And, and there's an addition to that because when I was out in uh, Ontario, this pastor friend of mine, he, he said this and it just went, boom, God can do anything but fail. And I thought, man, that's good. So prefer one another. Why? Because God can do anything but fail.
1: That's the God we serve. Come on! All right, let's. Amen. Let's build a little
0: foundation. Acts chapter two, verse one. Hey. King James. King James. We're gonna be in King James a lot tonight. Between that and the New Living Translation. Woo! I think yeah. I think that was the only Passion one that I went to. But that's all right. So Acts 2, 1 to 4, it says, When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord and in one place. One accord. See, there's a oneness that's happening. And it's happening here. And suddenly, because they were in one accord, suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and he filled all the house where they were sitting. Verse 3, There appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and he sat on each of them hmm, And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Thank you, Lord. Give us utterance today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Verse 14. Verse 14. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice. See, the Spirit gave them utterance. And he said unto them, You men of Judea and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and you listen to my words. For these are not drunken as you suppose. Sing it is, is but the third day, as the Spirit gave utterance. Verse 16, but this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last days, says the Lord, I will pour out of my, I will pour out of my spirit. Hallelujah. Come on, he's going to pour. There's a on all flesh. It doesn't say some flesh. It doesn't say saved same flesh. It doesn't say redeemed flesh. It says all flesh. If you got flesh, there's going to be a pouring coming out on you. pastor's been talking about there's going to be this end time revival. Well, it's going to hit all flesh. It's not going to hit just some flesh. It's going to hit all of them. Why? Exactly. That's part of the all. Right? Amen. He said, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall... Pro- oh, glory to God. They're going to prophesy. Doesn't matter where they're at right now. They're still going to prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. I'm still seeing them. Praise the Lord. (laughs) I saw visions, but hey, listen. I just came back from a a, a, our high school reunion, and some of the people that that were my age look like their parents. It was it was astounding to me. But we we see we tapped into the fountain of youth. The Holy Ghost is the fountain of youth. I'm going around telling people I'm 63, and they're going, get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm seeing visions. Glory to God. It says, your old man shall dream dreams, and all my sermons and all my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Verse 21, it shall come to pass. It shall. Come on. We serve a God that shall. shall. He does his stuff, his shall. God can do anything but fail. If he said this, it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved, as the Spirit gave them utterance. What was the utterance? Well, you call on the Lord, you're going to get saved. Yeah. Acts 2.37. Uh, now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? As the Spirit gave them utterance. The Spirit's going to give you utterance to what to say to people. Yeah. You're not going to have to go up to people's face and and get all in their face and in their grill. No, no. No, the the Spirit will give you utterance. They're going to ask you, hey, what do I do? What do I have to do to be like you? Give them something to be like. Amen? Amen. Mm -hmm. Then Peter said unto them, repent. Be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the permission to sin. No, it says for the remission of sins. Right? It doesn't say permission to sin. That's that greasy grace message going around there. And it says, and you shall receive the gift. John was talking about gifts last week. And he says, you shall, again, shall. How many times is shall followed the precursor of God doing something? He said, he shall do it. It doesn't say he might do it. It says that he shall do it. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Verse 39, for the promise is unto you, unto your children, and to all that are far off, that your children's children, your grandchildren's children, all of them. All of them. them, To all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call, and he's calling them all. Come on. Verse 41, then they that gladly received his word were baptized. Gladly receiving the word. And the same day were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the the apostles' doctrine, teaching. They went to church. They read their Bibles. And fellowship. They hung out together. And in breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. Apostles. Sent one. Those that were sent. Well, we're sent. Jesus said, go ye. ye. We qualify. Amen?
1: Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. And so and all that believed were to all that believed were together we're together amen and had all things in common and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as uh, every man had need verse 46 and they continually daily with one accord in the temple daily one accord in the temple breaking bread from house to house and did eat their meat meat doesn't say veggies. It says ate their meat. Yeah. I love King James. Glory to God with gladness and singleness of heart. Again, what are they doing? Preferring one another. Single when you when you become singleness of heart, you're going to prefer people ahead of you. It's not going to be me first. No, prefer them. hmm okay. <laughs> Singleness of heart, praising God. Okay, so when you're singleness of heart and you're praising God, what happens? Favor with all the people. You become singleness of heart. Come on now. You start praising the Lord, you're going to find favor with people. And people will find favor with you. And the Lord will add to the church daily as such should be saved. Well, it doesn't say that they had to go out and do a bunch of programs. No, they just started loving on one another. Come on. The Lord did it. What do we have to do? Love one another. The Lord will bring them. We got to love one another. The Lord will bring them, but we got to, hey, we can't get along here. And you expect God to bring some strangers in here? Are you kidding? <laughs> there would be fights in the aisle. Rick, we have to be busting up and all these people fighting around here. Usher! <laughs> you got to love them. Got to love them. Gotta love somebody. <laughs> Acts 3, one, Still in King James. Now when Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer. There's an hour of prayer. <laughs> being the ninth hour, that's three o'clock in the afternoon. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked the alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, had said,
1: look on us. Look on us. Well, he wasn't being very humble. Yes, he was. He was standing in his anointing. He was standing in his authority.
0: Be humble enough to open up your mouth when it's time. And he, he fastened his eyes and said, look on us. And he gave heed. In other words, pay attention. He gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something. And Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And come on, he jerked him out of his unbelief. Come on, he was on his feet before he even knew what was going on. And it said that his ankles received strength. Well, prior to him getting up, he had no strength in his ankles. So this was a sudden
1: leap.
0: It says he took him by the right hand and right hand lifted him up. Immediately his his feet and his ankle bones received strength, and he leaping up stood with them, and walked and entered into the, entered with them into the temple. What did he do? He went to church, leaping and walking in church uh-huh, and, and praising God, and all the people saw him walking and praising God. Can you imagine? <laughs> and they knew that it was he that sat at alms at the beautiful gate uh, of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement. People are going to be filled with wonder and amazement at the things happening here. Come on. Amen. Come on. If you make room for him, he will come. They were filled with wonder and amazement at, which, at that which had happened unto him. As the, main, uh, the lame man, which was healed, held Peter and John, and all the people ran together uh, uh, to them in the porch, which is called Solomon, uh, greatly wondering. People are going to come. Why? Signs and wonders. Calling bell. They're going to come running. Acts 4, verse 7. And when they had set him in the midst, they asked, by what power or by what name have you done this? People are going to ask you the same thing. Yeah.
1: How, did, how, <laughs> how did these people get their, get their healing when you laid your hands on them? Huh? Why is it? Sometimes you get around people, they feel better. And they come and ask you, I don't know what it is about you, but I get around you and I feel good. Why is that? I remember
0: when I was working at the dockyard, and and I was one of the few people that actually worked there. <laughs> Did my job. <laughs> but there was a certain guy that I just—I really liked him, and and he was a really cool guy. And and every time he went out for a smoke, and he knew I was a Christian, and every time he went out for a smoke, I went out there with him, and we just chatted away. And one day he walked up to me and says, he looked at me really strange. He goes, "What makes you tick?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, man, I got Jesus. Anyway, what? Yeah. And then he proceeded to tell me about all the things going on in his life. But that, but by me doing my job, yeah. opened up a door for for him to get ministered to. So I'm just saying, no, 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 no. This is another guy. But you know, you know his uncle. Yeah. And his uncle was a guy. He was just. He was a piece of work. He was interesting. <laughs> He was a lifer, and, and I, I don't think he got any calluses on his hands from working. <laughs> Ever. No. <laughs> so when they set him in the midst, they asked him, by what power, by what name have you done this? Verse 8, and Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost. How many times did he get filled? All the time. All the time. Filled with the Holy Ghost. He said unto to him. You rulers. What? Come on. As the Spirit gave him utterance. The Spirit's going to give you utterance. When you get full of him, you got to let it go. <laughs> Amen. He said, "You rulers and people and elders of Israel, if this, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man by which means he is made whole, be it known unto you and unto all the people of Israel, come on, it's gone worldwide now, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even him, by him does this man stand here before you whole." Verse eleven: This is the stone which is set at naught of you builders at nothing, but which has become the head of the corner. Verse twelve: Neither is there any salvation neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Verse thirteen: Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, see, there's going to be something that's going. People are going to see on you. Yes. There's going to be a change that happens. There's a change coming on, right? And it says, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant. He's ignorant. (laughs) They're ignorant men. They marveled. And they took knowledge of them, that they had been with Jesus. What did they see? They saw something.
1: Amen. And beholding the man which was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. Ooh.
0: <laughs> was that a slap? <laughs> okay. I thought she was falling asleep. You woke her up. Get up! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cameras pan <paying> over here. <laughs> Don't <laughs> <laughs> slap the glasses right off her head. Anyways, praise the Lord. Uh, verse 29. All right. Oh that one, thank God. <laughs> yeah. It's Yeah, now you got to go home, though. Wait till you go to sleep. (laughs) Uh, Let me show you some of my greatest hits. Go to sleep. Ah! (laughs) All right, let's get back here. Verse 29. (laughs) And now, Lord, behold their threatening to grant unto your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. Oh, come on. There's a prayer. With all boldness, give us utterance to speak your word by stretching forth your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of your holy child, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken. Imagine, (laughs) were they assembled together, assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost again, and they spake the word of God with boldness. Well, if they weren't filled, they they wouldn't have been speaking nothing. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and one soul. What were they doing? Preferring one another. They were loving one another. Neither said any of them that ought of the things which they possessed was his own, but they had all things in common. They loved so much. Just, just like Well, that's what Jesus did. He loved so much that he gave, right? These people loved so much that they gave. And so they preferred one another. They had all things in common, verse 33, and with great power gave the apostles witnesses, uh, witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. Resurrection power came by preferring one another. We're praying for the power, and and Jesus, power's there. He's going to start loving. Energized by love. It says that... Um, and with great power gave the, the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. So, you know, you think of the, the, the way that this whole succession went. One accord, Holy Ghost came, word received gladly, gladness and singleness of heart. People will acknowledge that he'd been with Jesus, one heart and one soul, and great grace was upon everybody. Why? But it started with being in one accord. It started with preferring one another. Then the Holy Ghost came. And
1: all of whoa, what do you need? What do you want? Why? Nothing holding back. Ezekiel 11, verse 19 and 20 in King James. It says, I, and I will give them one heart.
0: One, them, us, one heart. I'll put a new spirit within you. I will take up the stony heart out of their flesh and give them a heart of flesh, and they will walk in my statues and keep my ordinances and do them, and they should be my people. I will be their God. But nothing's going to happen until the new spirit comes within you, All right. till you get a heart change. Yeah. But the heart, your heart's not going to change until you allow the Holy Spirit to change it, because you can't change yourself. The pastor and I were talking about that the other day. Look how many self-help books are out there. All the self-help programs that are on TV, and people are still looking. And it's right here. John 17, verse 21. I love this prayer. It's uh, still in King James. Woo-hoo. Jesus said that they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I'm in you,
1: that they also may be one in us. One. That the world may believe that you sent me. The
0: world's going to believe that we're one with him. And the glory which you gave me, I have given them. Well, we them. He gave us. That glory, the glory which you gave, which God gave to Jesus, He has given to us, that they may be one, even as we are one. I and them, you and me, that they may be perfect in one, that the world may know. Again, why is he going to say that in the, mass, in the midst of what? Three verses, that the world may know. The world is
1: going to know that we're one with Him. And we're not going to have to go around bragging about it. We just got to show up. And you'll see.
0: That the world may know that you sent me. And you have loved them. (laughs) And has loved them as you have loved me. What is the key ingredient here is love. Come on now. That spirit of love gets on you. And what's love got to do with it? Everything. Absolutely. Romans 12, 5, King James. It says, So we, we being many, are one body in Christ. There's we're many, but we're one. And every one members one of another. New Living says this. We are, I like this. We are many parts of one body,
1: and we all belong to each other. Come on. I and you, you and me, we and us. Amen.
0: The message in uh, Romans 12, 5, it says, the body we're talking about is Christ's body of chosen people. Just in case you didn't know. Each of us finds our meaning and function as part of his body, but as a chopped off finger or cut off toe, we wouldn't amount to much, would we? No. So since we find ourselves fashioned to all these excellently formed and marvelously functioning parts, in Christ's body, let's just go ahead and be what we're made to be. Just be what you're made to be. Do who you are. Don't try to be somebody else.
1: Come on. You can't be me. I can't be you. Do you. Yeah. Just do you. (laughs) Go
0: ahead. Just do you. It says, let's just go ahead and be what we're meant to be without enviously or pridefully comparing ourselves with each other or trying to be something that we're not. Don't try to be something you're not. You know how much work that takes to do? My goodness. In high school, we all tried to be like the cool guy. And, we, you know, because we all did that. We all had the same pants. (laughs) Oh, I saw them now. (laughs) They're not so cool anymore. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. The way a bunch of old legionnaires, and a lot of them found the fork. Glory to God. Just whoo, It was something. I was just looking going, wow. Wow. <laughs> Romans 15, 5. New living. It says, may God who gives, us, gives this patience and encouragement help you live in complete harmony with, with each other. Live in complete harmony with each other. Come on.
1: Well, when you're in harmony, you're in tune. Mm. Harmony. Rhythm. Harmony with each other.
0: As fitting for followers of Christ Jesus, then, verse 6, then all, all of you can join together with one voice. See, when you're in harmony, we can, we can just Blend. Blend in a harmonious tone, with one voice giving praise and glory to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 7, therefore accept each other as Christ Jesus has accepted you. Wait a minute.
1: Wait a minute. Yeah. (laughs) Accept one another because Jesus accepted you.
0: So get down off your high horse. Shoot that horse.
1: Let Let it go. I had to let him go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Therefore, accept each other just as Christ has accepted you so that God will be given glory. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 2, verse 1. Um, this is going to come out of the message because it's so good. Philippians 2, 1, out of the message. It says, if you've gotten anything at all out of following Christ, If his love has made any difference in your life, if being in a community of the spirit means anything to you, if you have a heart, if you care, can you see how this thing is building up? If you have a heart, if
1: you care, then do me a favor. Agree with each other. (laughs) I know it's deep. Agree with each other.
0: Love each other. Be, be deep-spirited friends. Friends. Don't push your way to the front. Don't sweet-talk your way to the top. Put yourself aside. Come on. Just take yourself and, and set yourself to the side. Help others get ahead. Yeah, but what about me? What about me? What about me? You help somebody else, God will help you. Always. Every time, verse four. Don't be obsessed with getting your own advantage. <laughs> Forget yourselves long enough to lend a helping hand. But what about me? What about my needs? What about my wants? I want. I want. I want. I want. Want. I want. No. I know. eh? not <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I need to put it back though. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah, because you needed to, because after that... (laughs) Verse 5. Think of yourselves the way Christ Jesus thought of himself. He had equal status with God, but it didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to the advantages
1: of that status no matter what. Well, don't you know who I am? Get off of that. You know who you are. (laughs) We know, you. we know you, so don't
0: even. No, don't even. That way we won't have to hurt your feelings. <laughs> we don't want to tell you about yourself.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: verse 7, not at all. When the, <laughs> when the time came, he set aside the privileges of deity and took on the status of a slave. He became human, and having become human, he stayed human. He stayed that way. He didn't, he had a choice, but he chose to stay human. And it was an incredibly humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. Pop! Mic drop. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, he lived, <laughs> he lived the selfless, obedient life and then del- died a selfless, obedient death. And the worst kind of death at that, a crucifixion. Uh-huh. Romans chapter 12, verse 10, King James. It says, be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly
1: love and sisterly love in honor, preferring one another. Prefer one another.
0: New living. It says, love each other with genuine affection. Take delight in honoring each other. Make it a delight to honor somebody other than yourself. Do that. So I had to look up prefer. It means to outdo one another in showing honor, to exhibit a type of behavior far above the norm, to excel, to do exceeding, excelling in honoring one another. Imagine we started to excel in honoring one another. We get our eyes off ourselves. God moves in. We don't even know when he did it. And all of a sudden we're doing all of these things in Acts chapter
1: 29. In Acts chapter 30. Which have yet to be written because they're waiting for us. Amen? Hallelujah. (laughs) Ephesians chapter 4, please. New Living, verse 1. It says, therefore I a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your
0: calling. For you have been called by God, so always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowances for each other's faults because of your love. Because of your love, you'll make allowances for each other's faults. Who's faultless here? (laughs) We all have faults. We all have shortcomings. But when you love people enough to look over that or overlook their come on that's what that's that's love the message verse 2 mark those that do and mark that you do this with humility and discipline not in fits and starts but steadily pouring yourselves out for each other in acts of love verse 3 alert at noticing differences and quick at mending fences. So if you notice somebody has a quirk, if you notice somebody has a fault, be quick to mend the fence. Why? You're doing that for yourself because you got to protect yourself. Because if you don't be quick at mending that fence, you're just going to look at that fault and you're going to judge it. You're not to judge it, you're to mend it. We are to
1: mend it. We are tremendous. We're awesome, and we can do it. Verse 31, new living. Get rid of
0: all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other. Wow. Seems a lot easier than being ragey towards somebody. That seems like a lot of work. Everything gets all tense, right? When you're raging against somebody your blood pressure goes up. Everything just tightens up. No. Why do that? Instead, be kind to each other. Be tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. <laughs> I like this in the message. It's verse 31. Make a clean break with all cutting, backbiting and profane talk. Be gentle with one another. Be sensitive Forgive one another as quickly and thoroughly as God in Christ forgave you. He's quick
1: to forgive. Always. Thank God for that. And forget. Hallelujah. (laughs) So let love be the motivation of everything that you do. Because together we make
0: a family and you prefer one another. Why? Because God can do anything but fail. Last set of verses, 1 Peter 3, um, verse 8 in the message translation,
1: please. This is good. And I didn't put this up there, the two words, summing
0: up. (laughs) I thought it was pretty cool, but it's like, okay, I, I know how to end this now. Summing up, be agreeable, be sympathetic, be loving, be compassionate, be humble. That goes for all of you. No exceptions, no retaliation, no sharp tongue, sarcasm. Instead, bless. Why? That's your job to bless. Your job, your mission, if you choose to accept
1: it, is to go around blessing people. And it's mission possible. Mission possible. Dun, 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 dun,
0: we even have our own theme music. We just go around blessing people. Okay, so (laughs) we used to play it in high school, our high school band, Joanne. It was so much fun. (gasps) Alfred Reed. (gasps) Okay, so you'll be a blessing and also get a blessing. Oh, wow. That's your job to bless. Why? Because you'll be a blessing and you'll also get a blessing. Verse 10. Whoever wants to embrace life and see the day fill up with good, well, here's what you do. Say nothing evil or hurtful. Snub evil. Cultivate good. Run after peace for all your worth. Verse 12. God looks on, on all this with approval, listening and responding well to what he has asked. But he turns his back on those who do evil things. If the heart and soul you're, if with heart and soul you're doing good, do you think you can be stopped? No. Can't stop it. No. Even if you suffer for it, you're still better off. Don't give the opposition a second thought. Through thick and thin, keep your hearts at attention in adoration before Christ your master. Be ready to speak up and tell anyone who asks why you're living the way you are. What makes you tick? And always with the utmost courtesy. Courtesy. Not protesting in somebody's face. Not marching. Courtesy. Keep a clear conscience before God so that when people throw mud at you, none of it will stick. They'll end up realizing that they're the ones that need to take a bath. Come on! (laughs) I think that
1: is so cool. It's like, okay, there it is. There's the gospel. Be ready? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we we just had our bath. We're, we're clean by the
0: water of the word. We're good that way. But I, I like this. Be ready to speak up and tell anyone who asks why you're living the way that you are. With, with courtesy. Not, tell, not, not pointing out their sin. No, be courteous. Right? God love you. He was courteous to you when, he, when you got born again. When we got born again, he was courteous to us. He didn't point out our sin. We knew we were sinners. <laughs> Isn't that good? <laughs> so praise the Lord. Prefer one another.
1: That's what we do. And really, all it is is a choice. So we choose to prefer. At prayer last Sunday,
0: um, I was standing beside Carolyn Daphne. And, and um, because we're, we're starting to practice the presence of the Lord. So I was standing beside Carolyn Daphne, and I was like, mm, man, I think she's got something. I gave, her, I gave her a nudge like this. I said, you got something. She was quiet. I said, come on. <laughs> and then she did. But, and what she had to say was so good. And what did I do? I, prefer, I could have said something, but I preferred her. So I'll do that. Prefer people. If you think you got something, maybe you do, but maybe somebody else besides you might have one. And begin to prefer one another. And what are you doing? You're giving them a chance, right? And that's what we need to do. Give each other a chance. Give peace a chance. Give each other a chance. Amen. I know. That's two, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what it is. It's like, get out of there! So... <laughs> Help us, Jesus. Father, we thank you for this night. We we seal it, Lord, in Jesus' name. We thank you that we we declare we're changed from glory to glory. And we just thank you for your goodness and your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord. For more information and ministry resources, we invite you to visit our website at www.newcovenantchurch.ca.